This is the Epic Bones Podcast. Inspiration for busy people who are looking for a way to fit a sliver of their dreams into the chaos that is life. I'm your host, Leanne Brennan, creator of Epic Bones, here to share stories of people who followed their curiosity and reframed their process to take steps towards their daily goals against all odds. Let's open the door to possibility and step into a new reality. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for my very first podcast episode. My name is Leanne Brennan, and I'm the creator of Epic Bones. I'm an artist. I create uh, whimsical, empowering drawings about shifting our mindset. And I'm also a coach helping creatives get unstuck and in the flow with their creativity. So I'm so excited to share my story today. Um, I grew up in Connecticut. Uh, my mom is an artist, so I grew up in her studio. Um, she had this, you know, beautiful, big, expansive space with easels and paint everywhere. And we were very lucky to, you know, sit in there and draw and paint with her. Uh, we were in one of those small towns in Connecticut with, you know, the cornfields and the cows. And it was just a really special, magical place to grow up. Um, so from there, I wanted to be an illustrator when I got out of high school. So I went to Rhode Island School of Design for illustration at first and then quickly fell in love with animation and switched my major. Um, after school, I went to work at a video game company, which was so much fun. I uh, got in at a place that made Guitar Hero. So I was there before that company got big. I got in there while they were making Guitar Hero and got to, you know, be in on that uh, <laughs> big growth. And it was so much fun to, for the first time, experience what it was like to work in multidisciplinary teams, uh, which I had never done before. So, you know, I was working with coders, with artists, with designers, you know, all these different people in different departments. And that was just really cool. Uh, from there, I went to work at an innovation consultancy where I was a storyteller. That was my role, uh, which kind of morphed into creative video producer. And I was given all sorts of names. But basically, I was the lady that would take the ideas that all of these uh, design strategists were coming up with and turning them into explainer videos or vision of the future videos to um, help explain their ideas. Uh, so now I find myself, you know, kind of shifting gears, but still dipping into the roots that I have with my art. So it's been an interesting journey so far. Uh, the way Epic Bones came about is actually when I quit my full-time job um, at the Innovation Consultancy when I had my daughter. And um, I was kind of ready to transition into freelance or, you know, to have more control over my work anyway. But with the coming of my daughter, I said, nope, this is it. I need to switch gears here. And I was quickly thrown into the role of stay-at-home mom. And I didn't really know what that was going to be like. I had all these grand ideas when I left my job that I would have all this time to work on my art. And that was not the case because taking care of a baby is a lot of work. <laughs> 
So I, uh, I found myself really lost. I found myself stuck uh, because I didn't have my own personal creative work going when I left. I had always been working for someone else. So I really felt a loss of identity when I left that job. Um, I had tied my identity to my work, to my role, to my title. And uh, when I didn't have that, when I left my job, I got really depressed, actually. It was years of me just kind of wanting to do art, but not having the motivation or knowing where to start. And I would get super depressed at the playground. I would bring my daughter and, you know, all these parents would be like, oh, what do you do? And my answer would be, oh, I stay home with my daughter. And I really wanted to say, you know, I'm an artist, but I hadn't created art in years. So I felt weird saying that. Um, and it was just this really messy, uh, confusing time. And along the way, after a couple of years of feeling that, you know, kind of <laughs> confusion, I realized, you know, I'm, I'm depressed. I need to get out. I need to make friends. Um, so I found The Collective, which was run by my friend Stephanie. We were living in Arlington at the time, Arlington, Massachusetts. And my friends Stephanie and Amy started this thing called Moon Club, which then switched to The Collective. And it was a women's circle. It was my first time being exposed to spirituality, actually. I, ha I didn't grow up in a spiritual household. And it was new to me. You know, it was, you know, a bunch of women sitting around in a circle. And we did a little meditation, which I had never done before. And everyone shared what was on their heart. And it was just so amazing. And uh, through that group, I met someone who mentioned manifestation. And I was so curious about that. I had never heard that word before. I didn't know what it was. And I was just so intrigued. And she pointed me down the path of uh, Lacey Phillips. I ended up doing the To Be Magnetic work with her Unblocked Shadow and Unblocked Inner Child unblocked money. She has a lot of great workshops. Um, from there, I ended up finding Dr. Joe Dispenza. And I read his book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, which talks all about the quantum field and how there's infinite possibilities, you know, already out there. And it's up to us to kind of step into that future vision that we hold for ourselves and be that person before uh, that you know, desire actually manifests. And I thought that was so cool. And um, Layla Delia, who talks about, she has a book, Vibrate Higher, which is so great. And she has so many, so many great classes where she talks about, you know, manifesting and moving into the future that you really want for yourself. So I did all this work and I was feeling, you know, so light, so lifted. It was starting to help me. Um, and I started uncovering all these limiting beliefs that I, first of all, I had never heard that word limiting belief before. <laughs> and I didn't know that I was really wanting to do personal artwork again in such a strong way. I didn't realize that that was the answer. You know, I, I, I found out all these things about myself in doing this work that I didn't realize were such an issue. One of them being that I really believed I could not make artwork while watching my daughter. I had this thing in my head that I should wait until she gets into school, you know, until she starts kindergarten. 
And I had all these stories in my head about why I couldn't create art because of our apartment and that we didn't have space for it. There were all these things, all these stories I was kind of building up in my head that I didn't realize. And when I started to do this work, it really lifted the veil on that. And I found this expander, Sari Shryak, uh, this artist that I was listening to a podcast. And she said that she started a painting a day project when her son was two months old. And when I heard her say that, I was just really taken aback. I was like, oh, wow, her her son was only two months old. You know, I have a three-year-old and I... I keep saying I can't do it. How did she do it? And I started learning more about her and really identified with her story. Um, And it got me thinking, you know, it got the ball rolling. It was kind of that missing piece to say, oh, look, there's all these other moms out there who are doing creative work and they're really successful uh, while managing their kids. And um, I found this whole podcast called The Artist Mother Podcast. Uh, which was filled with, you know, a bunch of moms who were achieving really amazing things while watching their small kids. And it really, you know, broke things open for me. So at this point, I hadn't made any personal artwork since 2009 when I designed my wedding invitation. So it was basically a 10-year hiatus of me just working for other people, other clients, you know, freelancing, and not going inward. You know, I dabbled in Inktober in 2017. That was a big leap for me. But again, it was based on someone else's prompt uh, to make a drawing a day. It wasn't really me, you know, digging inside of myself and expressing my heart. So I hadn't really made any personal artwork and I was really nervous about it. I didn't know how to start, where to start, but I knew it was what I really wanted to do. And the thing that kind of changed everything with me was actually when my husband and I decided we wanted to have another baby. And I knew from last time when I had my daughter that I got really depressed not having a creative project going in the background while I was busy, you know, breastfeeding and changing diapers and the monotony of, you know, (laughs) taking care of a baby and staying up late and all that stuff. So I knew this time around I had to have a creative project going or I was going to get depressed. So I said, okay, what can I do? What do I want to do? And at that point, I was curious about acrylic painting. And all during my pregnancy, I did paint. I actually made a crystal grid series, which was very cool. Um, But soon realized I didn't like copying other people's crystal grids and I tried to make my own and then paint those. And I really loved those paintings, but there was something about it that didn't click with me because I was really excited about exploring the message behind my work. And I realized if I wanted to fully explain these crystal grid paintings, I would have to get really into the meaning behind all these crystals. And that, I realized quickly, was, you know, a really deep rabbit hole that I did not want to get into. There's a lot to know about all that stuff. And it just, it didn't interest me in the way that this um, other work that I'm doing now does. So I decided to put it aside for the meaning behind the work, but also because, you know, at this point I was getting later on in my pregnancy 
And I realized I didn't want to be dealing with the mess of paint when I had my son when he was finally born. I didn't want like the cleanup and the setup and all that stuff. So that's when I decided to switch to the iPad. I said, okay, my son's going to be here in, you know, another month or so. Why don't I just do a drawing a day on my iPad? You know, that's easy. I don't have to clean it up. It's something I could do while he's napping. It could be quick. And I made all these rules around it. Like it'll be black and white. I won't even deal with color because I didn't really know Procreate that much at that point. I still actually don't much know much about it. Um, so I just used, you know, one pen, the inking pen. I used black and white and I kept it simple. You know, I made it one character. I chose that character to be me. I said she'd be wearing t-shirt and black pants and just keep it simple, you know? So I didn't really start those drawings until my son was about six months old. I gave myself the grace to kind of recover from the birth and get into the swing of things with two kids. I was also managing my daughter doing virtual kindergarten because it was the height of COVID at that time. It was a lot. It was a lot to get used to. So at around six months, I was feeling stronger and, you know, my son was starting to sleep more. So I said, okay, I'm going to really start this drawing a day project. And it actually started with the microbiome. I was really into gut health at the time. So I was making all these drawings about gut health and I made this whole like company name. It was called Cell Empathy, like cells in your body empathy. And I made this whole separate Instagram. And then I realized in order to make these microbiome drawings, I would have to do a lot of research that I just didn't have time for. So I kind of slowly pivoted into this mindfulness mindset manifestation art that you're now seeing today because I was really just drawing what I was overcoming myself every day and trying to do artwork amidst the craziness of my day managing my kids in the house and all the things as a new mom. It was me just internalizing the books that I had been reading, the podcasts that I've been listening to about shifting our mindset and overcoming our self-doubt and also the, you know, the daily struggles that I was going through. You know, what did that feel like? I wanted to draw that. And it actually started with me journaling. I wasn't even really drawing. I would get up, you know, at five in the morning with my son, get my coffee. We'd be sitting on the floor. You know, he'd be happy for about two seconds. I would have my journal right by the couch like ready to go open with the pen and I would get you know two or three minutes to journal and that quickly turned into sketching and then I would just in the little bits of time throughout the day that I had I would say okay I want to finish one drawing each day so I would sketch a little bit more you know after I put him down for his 10 o'clock nap and then I would sketch a little bit more when he was happy in the afternoon and we were playing in his room and then right after dinner I would get my iPad out and start to transfer the drawing into digital format and you know in these slow like little chunks of time throughout the day I ended up finishing a drawing every day and it just felt incredible to have this feeling of productivity you know, amidst this other craziness with all my other responsibilities that, you know, were not creative. And I 
you know, over the course of 100 days, I decided to give myself that challenge, the 100 day challenge to just create one drawing a day. And in doing that, I really discovered the theme of what I wanted to do. You know, again, I said I I started off doing gut health drawings and then it morphed into the mindset and manifestations. So I discovered the theme that I wanted to draw. I got really solid in the style that I was doing. I gained self-trust that I could really show up for myself and got in the flow. You know, I was able to just slip into that flow state of drawing so easily. And before it was just this huge fear wall that I would have to overcome. And I end up doing all these productive procrastination things like switching the laundry and getting myself tea before I would like sit down to do my work. And I got rid of all that. I didn't need that anymore. I was able to just pick up the sketchbook and go. And that felt so good. And I learned how to create boundaries for myself and to, you know, create boundaries with my family to tell my husband, you know, this is really important to me to make this drawing every day. And I want to feel like I did that. So I'm going to need your help. You know, sometimes I'm going to need the kitchen to be a mess until after dinner when I can clean it up. You know, he was working from home at the time and a lot of things just had to go. You know, we (laughs) didn't fold the laundry every day. Like all these things that weren't necessary kind of got pushed to the side. And I learned that it's okay. It's okay not to be perfect because look how happy I am. Look what I'm making. Look what I'm building. You know, no one at the end of their life is going to say, wow, you know, Leanne really kept a clean house. (laughs) You know, that's not that for some people that might be what they want. But for me, I want people to say, wow, Leanne really followed her heart and her curiosity and and did things in her life to make sure that she was creatively expressing herself. You know, that is success for me. So that first challenge uh, finished out in April, I think, of 2021. And I felt amazing. It was just like, wow, I really showed up for myself for, for 100 days. And in that time, I discovered what I wanted to do with my art, you know, in a way that fit the season of life that I was in. And that was just such a triumph. So I kind of gave myself a break and then kind of came around to, okay, I want to do another 100-day project. So for the second round of 100 Epic Days, I decided to invite other people to join me as well. So in June of 2021, over 100 people, I think there was a total of 143 people from all around the world picked their own goal and we did it together. I created a community, I led live check-in events, and I really helped people move through their own resistance around what they wanted to get done and to craft, you know, goals that were sustainable and doable. And I had people tell me that it was the first time that they had actually finished a challenge that was that long and they felt just such an insane feeling of satisfaction and accomplishment. And it was just magical to see the transformations. And I myself made my affirmation deck in that second round of 100 Epic Days. And I started with a lot of fear around that. I went into that goal not knowing how to lay out the cards, not knowing 
what printer to pick, not knowing how to design the box. Like I didn't know anything about making a product and I slowly just got it done one step at a time. And it was just an amazing feeling. And now I have those decks in my hand and I'm able to sell them on my website. And it's just so cool to be able to tell people, oh, go to epicbones.com and you can check out my affirmation deck. It's just, it's wild. It really is. So um, now I find myself kind of stepping into this leadership role. I'm kind of here to say, what if we can tailor our goals and tailor our process to fit the season of life that we're in? What if we can lower the stakes with our goals and, you know, scale back what we're doing so that we can make what we want to do sustainable and we can actually follow through and finish what we say we're going to do? Because there is just so much power in finishing rather than having this perfect thing. And a lot of times when we say we want to do a perfect thing and we latch on to the result rather than the process, we end up giving up. And I'm just so tired of that. I'm so bored of that with myself with, and you know, giving up on things. I don't want to give up on my dreams anymore. And I'm willing to scale back what I'm doing so that I can finish. And I really want that for everybody else. So Check out epicbones.com if you want to learn more about me and all the programs and challenges and products that I have out um, around creativity and moving through our self-doubt and overcoming our obstacles and manifesting a life that we love. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. If you have any questions about me, my background, my offerings, please feel free to DM me, email me, message me. I'm really stepping into this calling of helping everyone move through their resistance. So I want that for you. Good luck to everyone as we continue the practices that are changing our lives. And just a reminder to everyone that I'm doing a free workshop series called Epic Fundamentals. It's on January 10th, 11th, 13th, and 14th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, replays will be available for those who sign up. So if you go to epicbones.com, you can go to the main menu there and you'll find the free workshop series. Um, please sign up for that. It's going to be so much fun and it's going to be very interactive. We're, I'm really going to hold space for us to figure out how we can create daily practices that stick and how we can scope personal projects so that we really enjoy finishing them. We're going to work together to uncover, you know, any limiting beliefs, any resistance that comes up, how we can change what needs to change in our environment and our mindset on how we can get started and get into stuff and, you know, not feel like we're limited in our limited lives because let's face it, all of our days are crazy. You know, a lot of us are parents, a lot of us have day jobs. There's always going to be something in our way and there's never going to be this open space of time for us to create. We've got to figure out how to get our creative personal work done amidst the chaos of life. So I hope you come to that workshop series. It's called Epic Fundamentals. Again, it's January 10th, 11th, 13th, and 14th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and there will be replays. So go to epicbones.com to sign up for that. 
And if you're not following me on Instagram, please do. I'm at epic underscore bones. I'm already starting to share my prep that I'm doing to get ready for 100 epic days, um, which is a yearly personal project that I do where I take on a goal that I do for 100 days. This year, I am animating my drawings, which is super exciting. Um, I just started playing around with Procreate and figuring out, you know, the keyframes and all the stuff in there. And I did a little test and it was so much fun. And I run a program called 100 Epic Days where you can pick your own goal and you can join me. And I am holding space for all of us in a private community. And I have a digital course that's a part of the program where I have shared all the things that have helped me be successful in the last two rounds that I have run this. Um, This is kind of your insurance policy that you'll follow through with what you want to do. There's two uh, live group check-in sessions every month where we get together as a group and kind of hold each other accountable and share how things are going. You get a private one-on-one call with me that you can schedule at any time during the 100 days. We have an epic reflection session at the end. And 100 epic days is actually what started my entire business. I had not drawn for a really long time and decided to make this 100-day project. And then the next time I did it, I created my affirmation deck and I started this whole community and created a program around it to support other people who wanted to take on their own goal. I actually just got in the mail a children's book that someone who did the last round with me created from start to finish. She had a sketch of this children's book in her attic for over 20 years and she finished the book She illustrated the drawings and wrote it and got it published in the last 100 Epic Days. And I got it in the mail today. And it was so crazy to hold it in my hand and say, wow, you know, like she got it done. And I followed her in her journey and we supported each other. And it was so much fun. So if you have something in mind, whether it's a daily practice you want to get back into or a personal project go ahead and go to epicbones.com and check out 100 Epic Days. It's it's your insurance policy that you'll actually follow through, that you'll set a goal and you'll do it. And there is a way to fit in these personal goals in a way that doesn't feel crazy. And I look back at creating my affirmation deck and really it didn't feel like a heavy lift. And it's just wild to think that I just chipped away at it in these 20 minute chunks of time. And that's what I plan to do with the animations. And I'm just really excited to share that with everyone and to help other people get back into the flow with their creativity. So I'm excited to share that with you. All right, everyone, I hope you have a good one and I'll see you next time.